Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy, or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful and Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. See my stuff. Okay. Welcome to the episode where we talk about all things laundry, because as moms, um, Laundry is one of our biggest, our biggest things that we have to keep up on, right? Like everybody has to wear clothes. It's like the one thing that never ends. And it seems to be like one of the biggest struggles for moms is dealing with the laundry. Um, it didn't tell me you were live on here just on Instagram. Oh, weird. I don't know how it works, but I know that I have people on both platforms and the podcast. So I have three cameras set up right now talking to all of you. Okay. Um, Rochelle says, Ooh, I love what Rochelle says. So she says, my laundry has been under control the last few months, but I always learn something new. I love that because yeah, there's, there's always something new 
to learn about. And I do talk about a lot of the same things like over and over in here, but I feel like every time it's different. Um, every time I hope you get something different out of it that just kind of helps you or at least encourages you or motivates you. Um, and the thing about mom life and motherhood and running our homes is that we can always make it more efficient, right? There's always something to improve on. Um, <laughs> Emily says every time, every single time you intro a video, I think of friends. No, I do that on purpose because I try to be consistent with my intros. Um, so I try to make it like the one, you know, like on friends, every episode is the one with the whatever. So this is the episode where we talk about all the clothes. Okay. Um, Oh, no. Okay. So let me run through real quick what exactly we're going to talk about so that you know. Hey, AJ. Okay. So I'm going to give you some truth bombs about your laundry situation, especially your laundry piles first. Okay. I always like to kind of give you guys a background behind like what we're talking about um, and understand the situation. Um, so we're going to talk about laundry, kind of the truth behind it first. Then I'm going to give you our simple laundry system that we do in the Lockwood house, because I personally believe simple is best, like simplify it. You don't need a chart on your wall. You don't need a big complicated system. Um, living in Southern California, I'm in a mom group with like 20,000 SoCal moms. Tons of people have laundry services and pay a lot of money every month to keep up on their laundry piles and they still have laundry piles. So um, we're going to talk about not having to pay a bunch of money, if that's even an option for you, to do your laundry for you and still be behind on it. Um, and then I'm going to talk to you just about how to actually declutter your laundry, some really simple, easy ways that you can do it and start today <laughs> um, and downsize the amount of laundry that you have. I know Jasmine says that's ridiculous. And I am all about like outsourcing things if you really need it. but as an outsider looking in, like they can spend their money however they want. But as an outsider looking in, I'm like, you could really make this easier on yourself if you just reduce the amount of clothes that you have, right? You're not even, okay. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. So let's get into talking about the truth about your laundry piles. Um, go ahead. Oh my goodness. Hi, Eden from Alaska. Hi. I've been thinking about you a lot lately. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> let's talk about the truth about your laundry piles. Um, so put in the comments, if you have laundry piles, if the laundry piles have just kind of turned into this statement decoration piece in your home, oh no, Janelle's trying to listen to it like that sweet spot of like nursing the baby to sleep, wanting to hear it and not waking the baby up. But put in the comments, if you have laundry piles all over your house, put in the comments, if you feel like the laundry never ends, put in the comments, if you do things like put a load of laundry into the washer and then it sits there for three days and it smells like mildew. Um, put in the comments if maybe you have had so much laundry that you've really just considered bagging it up and throwing it away instead of having to try and figure out how to get it all clean. Um, put in the comments if this is your life, if this has been your life, it's been my life. <laughs> um, or, you know, you put it in the dryer and you run it five times and then it's still wrinkly and you're like, like, what's happening? We did. Kristen says we did. We had laundry explosions. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Same. Oh my gosh. Maybe you live out of laundry baskets. Um, maybe you live out of laundry piles. Maybe the laundry piles are on your nightstand, on your bed, on your couch, on your end table. 
anyway, I'm going to come back to the comments in a minute. But um, yeah, family of six here too, Abby. I promise you, it can be simple. Um, my friend AJ says, my problem is that I have clothes hanging in the laundry room because my closet is so full. So my friend, I'm going to tell you then, you have too many clothes. So let's get into the truth about your laundry, your laundry piles and your laundry situation real quick. Um, if you have laundry piles all around your house, if you have laundry that lives in the laundry room, laundry that lives on your floor in a basket, in a pile somewhere in your house, the problem is not that you're lazy. Okay, the problem is not that you're unmotivated. The problem isn't that you're a terrible housekeeper and you don't know how to do laundry well enough or whatever the time, whatever the thing is that you tell yourself, those aren't the problems. Okay, there's not like this flaw within you saying that you don't know how to do laundry you don't know how to keep up on laundry. The problem is that you have too many clothes, okay? So that's the first truth bomb. There's not like this big giant flaw with you. You're not doing something wrong. You're not incapable. You're not lazy, unmotivated. Um, it's just that you are trying to manage too much. And that's one of the biggest things that we talk about with clutter is that like the problem isn't you. The problem is too much stuff. Um, now, the second truth bomb about your laundry piles that I want to tell you is that laundry piles are not a requirement for motherhood. Okay, I had laundry piles before I had kids. Um, it's, not, it's not like this unwritten rule that being a mom means that you have never-ending laundry that you can't keep up on. Okay, like I said, we have four kids who are dirty, messy, stinky in sports. My husband and I work out every night. So we have our clothes and our workout clothes and we don't have laundry piles anymore because we figured out a way to not have laundry piles. Um, it's not a requirement for your motherhood. It's not synonymous with motherhood. Okay. Motherhood is not synonymous with beat down, run down, never ending chores, never ending laundry, never ending dishes. It's not synonymous, but we like to joke about it and pretend like that's the truth. And it's just not, it's just not. Okay. And I always say it's fun to joke about things. It's fun to poke fun at yourself until, until it's not funny anymore. And you're really struggling and you're really unhappy about it. And you really feel like you're drowning, right? And it's not funny anymore. So yes, joke about it, take things lightly. But if you're really struggling and you're really having a hard time, then eventually you're going to have to look at your situation and decide okay, something has to change, right? Something has to be done differently. Um, now, the last thing that I just want to tell you, kind of like the truth about your laundry piles is that you don't need a better system. You don't need a, a better like washing machine or a better dryer. You don't need a chore chart. You don't need something on Pinterest. You don't need laundry hacks. You just need less, you just need less laundry, okay? I know it's a sensitive subject because like we have kids, we need all the clothes. I get it. We have four kids in our house and two adults. I get it in their in sports. Everybody but the babies in sports. I get it. So um, I just want to you to at least, you know, if you don't trust me or believe me yet, just at least, you know, entertain the idea. Just be like, okay, maybe she's onto something because the moms in this group and in this community have, so many of them have done this and have seen that it does work. They have seen that the problem isn't, the laundry itself. It was just that they had too much. Okay. So I want to give you just a quick overview of what our laundry system looks like, like what my routine is, um, so that you can see how simple it is. 
and it's not complicated at all. Okay. If you guys know me, like I want simple, everything, like, like dumb it down, make it super easy, make it super simple. Um, don't give me a whole lot of steps. Don't complicate it. Just make it easy. So I, (laughs) uh, Kristen, you're funny. Um, so I've told some of you guys this tip before some of, and it's always kind of been in like random comments and stuff, but I've never been like, okay, hear what, hear what I want to tell you. This is the chance for you to hear what I'm trying to tell you. I wash. Okay. So when I put my laundry in in the washer, I wash it, I dry it, I fold it or hang it and put it away before I start the next load. And so many people think that it's like, that's inefficient. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get it done. And I, it stopped me from doing what I used to do all the time, which is like leave the clothes in the laundry for way too long because I didn't take the stuff out of the dryer and the stuff in the dryer is wrinkly. And now the stuff in the washer smells funky and kind of like mildew. And so I have to rewash it and then I have to redry it before I ever actually make any progress. So I do the full load start to finish before I start the next load, just so that I don't get backed up because what happens for me personally, every time that I get backed up, I'm like, oh my God, like I have to dry. I have to fold this stuff and put it away so I can get the next one in. And then I have to fold that and put it away. And then I get like two or three loads that I haven't folded or put away. And then it's sitting there because I'm like, oh my God, like that's three loads of laundry all at once. And I just don't want to do it. So I started, um, a a couple of years ago, just doing wash dry, put it all away and then start the next load. And I haven't had that issue anymore. And, um, which brings me to the next point is that I, it depends on what season of life I'm in. Okay. When I was working full time, I did it all on the weekends um, because I didn't have time to do it during the week. So I would do it all on a Saturday or all on a Sunday, just depending on what we had going on. Um, and then, <laughs> and then I've had seasons where I'm working from home and I can do like a load of laundry every day or a load of laundry every other day. Um, and then I still do it the same way. Like whether I'm doing it all in one day or one load a day, I wash, dry, put it away before I start the next one. And the nice one about that is if I'm doing the type of system, which I'm in right now, if I'm doing a load every day or every other day, I have the entire day, you know, to put it in the washer. I wake up, put it in the washer at some point, put it in the dryer. And before I go to bed, make sure that I pull it out and fold it or hang it and put it all away. So that's really like my basic system. I do one full load start to finish so that I'm not getting backed up because when you get backed up is when it gets overwhelming, at least for me. Okay. Um, so the next thing that I have done, and this has been when I do like a load of laundry a day, if I'm in a season where I'm doing a load of laundry a day, I get the shout color catchers. Um, because I get the shout color catchers because if I'm doing a load a day, I'm going to have colors and whites and I want to make sure that I can do a full load. So I just throw everything in there all at once. I throw a shout color catcher in there so that I can wash the whites and colors together. And I promise it works. Okay. I, um, don't want to be held responsible if it doesn't work for you. So if you don't want to do that and don't take the risk, don't, but it's worked for us just fine. Um, so I'll do that so that I'm not having like a whole bunch of whites or putting in a really 
small load and wasting all that water and all that. So that's another little trick. Um, my final trick is depending on the ages of your kids. <laughs> Brianna says, I don't think I've ever separated whites and colors. I, yeah, my husband trained me to do that. It's not in my, it's not in my natural state of being to do it. But when I do do it, I put the shop color catcher in there. So the last thing, the last tip is depending on the ages of your kids, teach your kids how to do the laundry. So um, I made a post about this the other day where my kids, they're nine and seven. They do their own laundry. I've shown them how to use the washer and the dryer. They know how to do it. They wash, dry it, and put it away. And they do their own laundry basket of clothes on Saturdays. That's the day I designated for them. I used to tell them you can do it on Saturday or Sunday. And what would happen is that they would forget or they would get to Sunday night and they hadn't done their laundry yet. And then they'd be freaking out because they didn't have clothes for the next week. So I designated Saturday mornings. You wake up. First thing you do is your chores, which is your laundry and they do it and it's easy and it's alleviated some of the pressure off of me. Now I'll only have to wash my clothes and the, my husband's clothes and the baby's clothes. Um, and they've been doing that since they were seven and five. Oh, Janelle just says that. Yeah. My kids fold their own laundry. I wash it all, but they fold seven, five and four. Yeah, exactly. And that's about the ages that I started with them. Do they do it perfectly every single time? No. Do I have to show them how to fold it and give them reminders? Yes. But the personal responsibility that they learn from doing their laundry and the relief that it gets me for not having to be responsible for six people's laundry is worth it. hundred percent. It's just getting in maintenance mode versus like a very hands-on role. Uh, Emily says, my kids put it away. They're three and one. Exactly. See, so delegate, delegate. Um, that's our simple laundry system. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, I'll come back and check the comments here at the end. Um, I just kind of see ones pop up randomly here and there, but I'll come and check the comments. If you guys have questions, if you do have questions, be sure to put them in the comments so I can come back and answer them. Okay. Now let's talk real quick about like the actual laundry decluttering, um, like getting rid of the clothes and talk to you about how much you really need the truth about what you're actually wearing. Um, what to do if you're living out of laundry piles, what to do about like the future kid clothes and all that good stuff. Okay. So the truth about, oh, and let's talk about seasonal clothing too. So hang on real quick. That's something that always comes up. Okay. So I want to give you some truth about how many clothes you actually need. So for the last like five ish years, my kids have always had a baseline of seven to 10 outfits. Okay. We didn't do it on purpose. Like I, I never Googled how to make a capsule wardrobe, how to make a simple wardrobe. We did it mostly out of necessity because we moved from Alaska to Florida. We could only bring one suitcase of clothes. And then when we got to Florida, we were super duper broke. So it was out of necessity that I bought my kids the bare minimum workable wardrobe. Um, of seven to 10 outfits. And the way that I did it was like mix and match. I made sure that all of the bottoms and all the tops could go together easily. Um, we've done this in places that have, you know, in Florida where it's summer all year round, basically we've done it in Idaho where there's a perfect four seasons. Okay. We have, are doing it now in Southern California where we're back to like one kind of weather, 
but um, we've never, even when we lived in Alaska, we've never like been the type of family to pull out the winter clothes or pull out the summer clothes. We just have our clothes and we have enough of all types of clothes. Oh, no worries, Kara. Um, I'll put it up on the like page, in the group, on the podcast. It will be easy to find the replay. Um, but we, you really don't need as many clothes as we are led to believe, okay? Clothes are ever abundant. There's always enough clothes. There's always probably too many clothes. Okay, the problem is that you're not going to have enough clothes. The problem isn't that you're going to have dirty clothes or that you're going to have to go naked because you ran out of clothes. The problem is that you have too many clothes. So if you can just wrap your mind around that, that the problem isn't not having enough. The problem is having too much. Everything's going to change for you. So Emily, I'm going to share a little bit of a story um, that Emily shared with me. She had a situation with a friend. Don't worry, I won't say everything, but she had a situation with a friend. She's downsized her clothes for her kids um, like a lot. And she had a friend who needed some help. And not only did she have enough with her downsized wardrobe for her kids, but she also had enough for her friend's kids. So that just goes to show like the power of trusting that you always have enough. And the problem is not that you're not going to have enough. The problem is that you have too much and you're trying to manage too many. Um, My seven-year-old has way too many clothes. They're hard to get rid of. Yeah. So I think we can agree on that, that, you know, there's too many. Um, and honestly, if, if your seven-year-old has too many clothes, I would just let her get through this wardrobe and for the next size up, um, don't get so many. So you really don't need a lot. Okay. And I've shared pictures of my wardrobe. I don't have a lot. I don't feel like I wear the same things on repeat, but sometimes you guys make me question it because you're like, the the hoodie that I always wear. You guys like know like that's my hoodie. But I mean, I have, I'm gonna tell you, I have three pair of jeans. I wear the same three pair of jeans every week. I do my laundry. I don't run out. I have like 20 shirts. I wear pretty much the same 10 shirts. Okay, but I have more. Um that's just my style. I I like to wear simple things. I like this shirt. I like my jeans. <laughs> I like my hoodies. Um, so I'm not saying that you have to not have a lot, but I am saying that if you are struggling with a laundry situation, it's worth it to look at what you have and consider downsizing it. Okay. So I know that clothes are like a creative expression and all that stuff. Um, but you really don't, we don't need as much as we're led to believe, especially for kids clothes. I know that's a crazy thing to say, but especially for kids clothes. Um, okay. And then the truth about like what AJ said, I know she hung up cause she sent me a text. Um, like, like what my friend AJ said was, was like, I have, she has clothes that live in the laundry room because her closet is so full. So if you pay attention, if you have that kind of a cycle in your life, likely what is happening is that you're wearing the same clothes on repeat. Okay. You're wearing the same clothes on repeat. They're in that basket that you keep rewashing and the clothes in your closet really aren't getting worn. So why are they there? You know, why don't you get rid of the clothes that are never worn, never paid attention to, have been sitting there forever 
and make space in the closet for the clothes that you're actually wearing, but are living in a pile on your floor or your bed or your couch or in a basket. You see what I'm saying? Like you're likely wearing the same things on repeat. And I'm not going to talk about the mom thing, you know, because we have babies and things shift and change. We need different sizes. I have a separate video for that on my like page and on my podcast. It's called seven questions to ask yourself when you're decluttering your clothes as a mom that covers all of that. Okay. Because I know that's a completely different topic on its own. Um, but that's the truth about living in your piles. If you're living out of piles, it's because you need to clear out the space in the actual closet or the actual dresser where the clothes live and make room for the things that you're actually wearing. Okay. Your clothes aren't decor. Okay. Your clothes are not an accent piece on your nightstand or, or your couch, right? They're your clothes hang them up and treat them right. Okay. Very Marie Kondo of me. Thank your clothes, blah, 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 whatever. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, but you're likely wearing the same things on repeat. Anyway, your kids are likely wearing the same things on repeat. Anyway. Um, I also have a video on how to create a workable wardrobe for your kids, which I know is another question. Um, And it's very in-depth. It talks about how we do our kids' clothes. So if you have questions about the mom wardrobe, you know, for shifting bodies, Kristen's over on Facebook now, hello, Um, for shifting and shaping, shape-shifting bodies for moms, check that video out. If you'd rather focus on, like, how to actually create a workable wardrobe for your kids that works in any weather type, any season, without having to pull out the winter and the summer and the night clothes and whatever, (laughs) go check out that video. uh, on my like page or on my podcast. Um, my podcast is just motherhood simplified on all the platforms where you can find it on my site, motherhoodsimplified.com. Um, but I go into that in a lot of detail. So that's pretty much it. Okay. So when you start decluttering your clothes, start with the easiest things first. Okay. So the easiest things is to get rid of the things that don't fit the things that are worn out, the things that are stained, the things that are like missing buttons or things that you're like, oh, I could fix that zipper one day. Um, Yeah, we did leave all the winter gear because we're in Southern California. We don't need the winter gear. We do have hoodies, um, hoodies and some light jackets, but like snow pants, boots, hats, gloves, we left them Um, or donated them. Um, Start, but start with those easiest, easiest things first. Um, because a lot of times people get through their laundry and they start decluttering it and they don't even realize that, you know, so much of this stuff is like worn down, beat down, has just lived its life. And that's kind of the, the nature of clothes, especially kids clothes is that, um, they're not meant to last forever. Okay. Especially my kids are outside all the time. They, they go to school, they play sports, they play outside all the time. They like to get messy. They like to get dirty. So I just kind of have it in my mind that the clothes are, they're not meant to last forever. They wear them, they get dirty, they get messy, and then we let them go. Okay. <laughs> That's it. They're not meant to be lost. They're not meant to be kept forever. Um, I know we joke a lot too, and this might be just something that your husband has to work through on his own, or maybe it's something that you have to work through on your own, but you know, like the t-shirts with like holes in them. And the husband's like, no, I can wear that one day for when I'm doing a project or something. And you're like, but you have 10 other shirts that have holes in them. Or like my son will have socks that he can wear, you know, like 
a hole all the way through it. He can pull it up to his hip. And he's like, no, it's fine. I'll keep this sock. And I'm like, why? That sock is no longer a sock. It's just a ring of fabric, but he keeps it. And sometimes my husband does it too, but I actually don't give him a chance to do that anymore. Cause if I see it come through the laundry, I throw it away. Otherwise we'd have like a big collection of holy socks. And I just don't want to do that. So start with those kinds of things first. And then once you get through like the, you know, the easy part, Hey darling, uh, once you get through like the easy part of the clothes, like getting rid of all those things that don't fit, stained, ruined, ripped, whatever, don't have a match. Um, then I recommend instead of going through and trying to figure out what to let go of, build a wardrobe. Okay. Build a wardrobe for your four-year-olds and be like, here are, you know, seven pairs of pants seven shirts that all mix and match, you know, or seven to 10, you pick your own number. Okay. Pick your own number. Everybody gets stuck on the number, but pick seven to 10. Be like, everything mixes and matches. You know, you have your long sleeve shirts and your short sleeve shirts. You have your shorts and your long pants or your skirts and your long pants or whatever. It all goes together. It's so easy in the morning. All you have to do is pick out a pants, a shirt, socks, and underwear, and you're good to go. It's so easy. Um, and then get rid of the rest. Okay. So that's, I think the easiest way to do it because otherwise you're like spending all this time doing like, do I keep this or do I not keep this? Like if you can just build a workable wardrobe and let go of the rest, it's so much easier. Okay. Um, and that's pretty much how we do it for our kids. Like we build that workable wardrobe. Um, we don't have any to really declutter anymore, but my kids are nine and seven. And then I have the one-year-olds and then my 13 year old, which is a whole nother story. But um, for the older kids, when we go shopping for like their next size up, um, sometimes they wear out the clothes before they've outgrown them. So if that happens, we just go out and buy things very intentionally of like things that match and things that go together. My sons are easier to do that with because they don't care as much, but for like Brie, you know, we got to find, you know, some skirts and we have to find some leggings and we have to find some jeans and we have to find fancy tops to go with those, you know, the bottoms and some more plain everyday stuff to go with the bottoms. And, um, it's a little bit harder for her, but it's really fun. And that's something that I think that those should be for, you know, especially when your kids start to get older too, is like a fun experience, not like, um, and this is a very, I know this is like a very first world problem, but um, they should, they should be able to have fun with them. Okay. I grew up having hand-me-downs all the time and I was the oldest. So it was like hand-me-downs from cousins and like my mom's friends at work. And it was nice, but then it was like going through, through this big trash bag of clothes that nobody wanted and were already worn out. And that's what I had to pick from. And so I personally really enjoy being able to create a budget for the clothes I'll be honest, guys, we keep it pretty small. Um, like $150 for a nine-year-old is pretty good if we're doing it every like six to nine months, whether, you know, when she outgrows them or wears them out. I just hear the baby, so I might have to listen. But um, giving her a budget, making her be very mindful about what it is that she's picking out. And then it just prevents us from like overspending, which happened all the time before we were intentional about what we bought, overspending having things that didn't work, having things in the wrong size and the wrong season and all those things. So, um, that's just a little bit about clothes. Like I said, if you want more help specifically with the kids stuff, I have a whole entire video 
dedicated to kids' wardrobes. I have a whole entire video dedicated to mom wardrobes over on my like page, um, which is Motherhood Simplified, the ultimate guide for moms. But let me go through and just check. Um, you know what? I hear the baby. So I'm going to respond to the comments by typing. And it was nice to see you all. And I will see you all tomorrow. Tomorrow, we are going to be talking about the nightly reset and why it's like the most important thing and helpful thing you can do in your days. Okay. See you guys later. Bye. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.